0: Go to the slash transistor
1: and check it out. Support our show and support your own show by going to the slash transistor. Start growing your podcast today.
2: It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show.
3: Welcome to the Saturday Matinee from True Story FM, our weekly show where hosts from across the network gather to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, and the hotly debated weekly list challenge. I'm Ocean, your host this week, and today I am joined by the uh, effervescent, fun-loving, and multi-fat, multi-talented Tommy Metz III.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to it with the other guests. Thank you very much. Those were words. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure
3: to be here. And so handsome. Uh, We are also joined today by the exciting, glowing, rambunctious, bearded wonder, Kyle. I'm glowing! (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so well, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, uh, it's good to see. Good to see you both today. Uh, get to back together and talking about everything that's going on right now. So uh, I'll let you guys. Uh, so I'll start with the opening salvo question. Uh, what are you guys? Uh, what are you watching right now? What are you into? Well, Saturday morning. Well, I'd say cartoons are done. Right? <laughs> so, so early. I know. Make <laughs> us wake up, this time? Hey, c- cartoons are never done for me.
4: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, well, to get cartoons. Then uh, I actually have been um, going back to uh, a classic, uh, the the show that uh, never changes and yet never seems to need to. Uh, Scooby Doo. Working on a what, project like, that's related to Scooby Doo, and so I went what? back and watched the. I'm watching what? classic Scooby Doo cartoons. Wait.
3: Like the, the ones from the 70s yeah. or some of the remakes? No, all, all of so, them. Like I'm watching the- all
4: of them. I I'm doing, I have the, <laughs> oh, the whole spectrum. So I'm watching the wow. 60s one, yeah. the 80s ones, and, and actually the one they did uh, in the late 2000s, which was phenomenal, by the way. If, if anyone really? was like, hey, I wonder if what, what would happen if uh, Scooby-Doo is actually treated with a certain amount of respect, but still a cartoon and actually had real monsters. Scooby-Doo Mystery, yeah. Mystery Incorporated is that show. It is like a 52-episode, almost anime epic, where this, wow. the plot lines continue, the characters grow and change. They get into, like, Lovecraftian issues at one point. I mean, it, it is, it is insane, and the and the animation's great, the acting is great, it's it's really good. So if you ever were sort of, like, don't want to go back to the corny of Sco- the original Scooby-Doo, Check out Mystery Incorporated. It's really, really good.
3: That where does sound where amazing, is it? But I uh, let's see, I, I, sorry, I own I it.
4: But I mean, like it's, oh. I, it's it's out there somewhere. I mean, like it's somewhere. It's, Got it. I mean, like a, they, it was out. They released on DVD. So I mean, even if you're you know want to go to your library, they probably have it there too. But I, it's on it's on services. I'm sure. But I didn't. Got it. it just yeah. occurred to me. I I, I I'm ill prepared to tell you where to go to it. <laughs> so while That's while you're talking about what you're watching, I will find out yeah. an answer.
3: Yeah. No, that sounds amazing. But I I feel that I need my Scooby Doo to all. Always have it where if they stub their toe or get hit something, they can then hold the scream in and then blow it into an envelope <laughs> or any other container, and then they will not scream. And then if you open the envelope, then it's, then you hear the sc- the sound scream. I thought that was uh th- that was one of my favorite parts. of Scooby Doo, but uh, yeah, no, that, that sounds great. And I I, I um now I'm gonna have to go find that. So uh, I, what do you what do you into, Tommy? Well, first I want to say I only want
2: Scooby Doo episodes with bizarre guest stars like the Harlem Globetrotters or, Globetrotters or like
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh that, Costello, actually, uh, like this so weird I'm pole. sorry I didn't mean to make yeah. this the Scooby Doo show but that show actually exists right now. There are new episodes of that. It's called Scooby Doo and Guess Who, and it features like the stars of today. Like it's it's like Scooby Doo meets <laughs> LeBron like it's it's, uh, honest (laughs) to god they're it's they're in their second season it is like it is like celebrities and and they have like classic (laughs) ones too too. but like real people like showing up and solving mysteries with the mystery gang so yes that show also exists uh an answer (laughs) to your earlier question then we can then we can stop talking about scooby-doo uh is uh, it's
3: gotta be with mike tyson
4: oh yeah that's true yeah uh ironically uh a, a place that you wouldn't think would be safe for animation HBO Max that is who has oh, incorporated luck, right now. so, so I would say watch it while you yeah. can yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you actually watch them and you can watch them deleting episodes right after you yeah, like they right. decided you're the last <laughs> like, watcher but yeah. wait hold on. but I wanted to go back and yeah yeah <laughs> I am behind, uh, but I watched uh, Elvis with my folks. I'm on a trip with my folks uh, for the most part. I'm back in my apartment just for tonight. Uh, But we watched uh, Elvis, which was Lerman-tastic. It was. It was a a lot of fun. Um, It's too much movie. Yes. And it's insane. Uh, And Tom Hanks, I personally found very distracting. Me too. It was, and he got more and more less the Colonel and more Tom Hanks. And I wonder if that was like a, like they redubbed his voice because people were like enough by the end, like the climactic elevator scene. That's not giving anything away, but he's like, it just sounds like Tom Hanks yeah. who ate way too much cream. And so <laughs> I didn't care for that, but I thought the guy, the uh, Austin Butler was yeah. is a star. He was yeah. phenomenal. And they did some really cool stuff. Uh it's worth it alone just for the cross cutting between him learning his style from sort of a revival church mm-hmm. as a child to in the studio to how it became. To that Captain was my Marvel. Boy. I could have yeah. I would have been fine with just that. Yeah. And it was worth the price of admission.
4: I, I agree with all yeah. of those things. I, you're right. It is too much. Like, yeah. we, I saw it with a friend of the show, Rob Cabasco, uh, and we're both uh, sort of Elvis nerds. So we know a lot of the actual stuff. And I was fine with, you know, it's a movie. So like fine with a little bit of like, oh, that, that didn't really happen. And that's not the way these things went down. But we <laughs> kind of got to the point where when he hits Vegas and does that amazing opening Vegas show, I was like, yes. uh, this is the end. Like, you can, like, we know what this happens from here on out. Like, <laughs> you could know, just, right? like, end it here, and we could go out of the yeah. theater, and we'd be like, that was the most amazing thing ever. And I'm like, oh, there's, like, 45 minutes of this movie left, and it's oh, not going to be good. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was just, like, Elvis. Yeah. From, there, yeah, from there on, it's just, like, it's just worse. And, like, even the movie, worse and worse and just more depressing yep. and stuff, too. I was like, oh, God, please let there have be a revival or something at the end. And there there, there is. But <laughs> there is. it was yeah. like, yeah, you really could have just, whoot, right? cut that right out and uh you would I think it would have been a much stronger movie but I agree with you about Austin Butler like like in, in half an hour into the movie he was Elvis like, I never yeah. once thought, this actor's doing a fantastic job. It was just like, that's that's Elvis on the screen. And then Tom Hanks Versus there's is Tom wearing Hanks, a lot of And there's Tom Hanks. And here comes Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah exactly. look, and there's Tom Hanks again in the fat suit still. Okay, yeah. great. Does he
2: know the camera can see him? He's not in this movie. Um, so, yeah, I watched that. And then the other thing that I'm really excited to see, I can't see it till next week uh, at some point, but is Barbarian. Oh. The it's the new horror movie by Zach Cregger. It's his first time. He's one of the sketch comedy group people from The Whitest Kids You Know. Oh. And okay. he just came out. Um, Justin Long, the the SARS guard that plays Pennywise, mm. and some other people are in it. And the reviews for a horror movie are through the roof. Okay. It's like 78% on Metacritic. So I am. And one of someone picked it as the trailer. I think it was peaked maybe for a satmat. That's why it was on my radar. Mm. I'm
4: so excited to see it. I'm I'm unaware. What's the premise of Barbarian? The premise is a
2: woman shows up at an Airbnb and someone is already there. And he's like, no, I rented it. And she's like, no, I rented it. And then he goes, okay, well, I'll take the couch. It's too weird to go outside it's nighttime so i'll take the couch you take the bedroom and then they close the door and then nothing goes right after that apparently in the trailer there's like a quick hint of like opening a door and it seems like to be like a tunnel like the house is not what it seems i don't know really anything about it and it's supposed to be very twisty very turny um and so yeah i'm ex- I that's weird to bring up something i haven't seen but i just wanted to put that on people's radar i'm going to be seeing it and talking about it at length the end ocean
3: <laughs> well, I actually conversations uh, work.
5: <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> you know, I
3: actually wanted to see Elvis. I haven't gotten to it yet because uh this past weekend we decided uh I got my kids to watch a movie with us as well. And so I was looking up uh I, I think I was looking around for the Jamie Foxx uh cancelled movie. Oh right. And then we saw on Netflix there was a movie called Day Shift. Yes. Which I don't know if you've heard of yes, this or it's not. It's on my it it's on Jamie my Fox. it's on my list yes, as well, too. It is a, it's a, it's a Jamie Foxx movie where he is effectively a vampire, he's a vampire hunter, and he uh, b- has the, your, your basic plot line of, he's a, kind of a working class vampire hunter, and he's like, he's, he's hunting them to then earn money, but he has been thrown out of the union, which apparently the union is where you make the real money, and he needs to make some <laughs> money, because if he doesn't make $10,000 in a week, his wife and daughter are going to move to Florida, and he lives in California, so he needs to get back into the union, and then hunt some. <laughs> vampires. And, and so and it has uh, Dave Franco in it as well who is oh. uh, comedic. And and Snoop Dogg who <laughs> looks gigantic standing next to Jamie Foxx because <laughs> he's 6'4", six 6'5". Six and Jamie Foxx is not as tall as you think he is. right? Uh, so when they stand next to each other, he looks huge next to him. But it, it's basically the movie is you know it's it's you know mostly predictable in, in everything of what it's doing it's it's a fun ride uh, my kids loved it mm. um just just because they once you kind of go with the ridiculousness that is being put forth on on the screen it, it's it's fun and it's it's a fun forgettable movie you watch it for a couple hours you have a good time and then uh, you, you never speak of it again mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of which I'm I guess I'm violating now by speaking of it again but uh, you know so that's, but yeah that's, no, it that's was, a Netflix yeah, movie so, like in its entirety it, it, right <laughs> it, it, it is it is but yeah but it, it, it was fun for it was fun for what it was and they did some interesting thing with the fight scenes with the vampires <laughs> like because they could they were basically like contortionists a lot of them they could like you know bend completely around and everything and then all the different things that you'd had to do to try to kill them and then they had uh, they were almost universe building because they had different types of vampires and then they started trying to explain briefly the politics between the different types of vampires, and it was like that was Charlie Brown's teacher, and you were kind of like, let's just get back to the killing. Let's get back to the killing of the vampires, you know. so
2: Oh, that's interesting, because I know someone that had watched it, and his favorite part was the John Wickian kind of, that they build a vampire universe and how yes. it works oh. with like everyday stuff and how this kind of vampire does this and that's I I, I would be interested in that Mm -hmm. because I'm more into mythology stuff than watching Jamie Foxx. You're not a a big vampire fan, right? And I'm also not a big vampire fan. So if you're changing something then I would be interested.
3: Well, if the, if that's the case, then Tommy, you, what you want to do is jump ahead to minute fifty five, <laughs> and then watch it till minute fifty nine, and then that's going to be the sum that, total of be where my they four cover, minutes of <laughs> <heaven>. That's <laughs> your four minutes of where they cover that because they they cover it, and then it never matters again. It didn't Got matter it. before, and it doesn't matter again later. So it's just it's just in there. Like I, I honestly think it's like sequel building. It's like, well, if we build a sequel and have another, you know, we can you you've given a kernel of something you can build another movie on. But <laughs> at, at the end of the day, it's just it's just a. a a, a kind of a riotously uh, fun movie, and entertaining to watch, and you know my kids love the the jumping and fighting and the car chase scenes and, and all that. There's, a, there's actually another yeah.
4: vampire movie that was uh, an original Netflix one too that I watched a couple of years ago no, actually, no I take back I think it was like earlier this year I think it's a, like a 2021 mm-hmm. movie uh, I'm gonna tell you about it and then I'm gonna tell you the title because that's gonna be the punchline uh, okay. so the premise is that like this guy is um, he, he, our hero is basically uh, subbing in for his brother driving a limo so he's like the one who's its it's an SUV limo but like he's driving around not really supposed to be he's not really licensed but he had, takes over and it turns out The people that he's bringing around are these two vampire women who are basically running the town at this point. They're they're trying to take out all their competition, so they're having him drive them from place to place so they can murder their competition. And and so then it's it's you know of course then they're they're also. They look young and sexy, because that's the that's the like it's all the, it's a whole uh, like a neon noir kind of thing. Everything is hyper saturated and you know stuff too. And then right. and they look like they're eighteen, except that they're actually like a two hundred and stuff too. And so then he's getting <laughs> drawn into this strange world and stuff too, and it has that kind of CW thing. Uh, and it's called Night Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Night Teeth. Night Teeth. Night Teeth. Yes. Did they read of Is words? that explained in the movie? No, it is not. Teeth. Okay. I assume it's like, because sometimes the knight has teeth or something, but like, yeah, well, it does take place at night, like and they all have teeth, text.
3: so... Well, Night? Is that what they're calling the fangs? Like the no, like the, the fangs the, come out of no the There's no explanation rest is... for it.
4: I think it was really like, we have this script, we shot it, we don't know what to call it, and they just ran it through the vampire name generator, and they were like, <laughs> What's not taken? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah it was I a decent movie, it's the same kind of thing. It was like I watched it, I enjoyed it. Uh like, I think Alfie Allen is sort of the big name in it. Uh I'm trying to think somebody else has a cameo. In one scene, blood moon, uh, blood moon, that, the woman from name. I can't remember her name is um, from that she was in the the first Transformers movie. Megan Fox. Megan Fox has like one oh, scene. Yeah. She's like one. Okay. She's like one of the rivals or whatever. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So it, but it, it's just like a and I and I'm and I'm old. So like the people in there might be CW right. or TikTok stars, and I would have no idea. <laughs> but you know, like, yeah. but yeah. You know, once again, decent. You know, Netflix vampires. Yeah decent movie you know,
3: if like, there's okay. worse ways to
4: spend two hours
3: and it's called night it's called night teeth it's called night right. teeth i, night teeth. I, I, I know I, I will, the fact that yeah. i
4: watched it despite no, I, knowing it was switch. called night teeth i think is a testament <laughs> to me and my open-mindedness
3: <laughs> 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 yes it is <laughs> so yeah the uh well and also for me the other thing that i uh, i just wanted to give a quick nod to is i'm Almost done with the umbrella guy. Oh, love I that was, show so I much. Was, I was. I'm very impressed with how they're doing the third season. Me too. You know, because at the the first season I loved, the second season I thought was okay. It was good ideas and it was it was well done. But I was like, you know at the end of it you know it was kind of one of those shows where at the end of the second season I was like well I'm, I'm good on this for a bit and then third season came out and I actually waited a while before I actually started watching it now that I'm watching it I and mean, the, what, what they're doing with the story and how they're building it and how they're uh, you know able to reinvent the idea of saving the world mm-hmm. over and over again and then also have the characters that you know and they're over it admit, they're, like, like, oh. and they're they're over it yeah because well, for them it's been like the last 28 days uh-huh. we keep saving the world over and over again like we gotta stop right yeah so it's i'm i have two episodes left okay. to do uh left until i get to the finale but it, it's it's been it has been a delightful show to watch and it's really interesting and uh you know the 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 changes they were able to do with the characters mm-hmm. by like have you seen it tommy i don't want to no, know i haven't
2: no. okay so but i can take off my head i take off my to no, that's fine
3: <laughs> it's, this isn't this isn't really wrecking wreck things but beca- the, the basically it's a uh uh, casting characters that they end up in the first season they have like you know the world is going to end they have to save it and then the second season the world is going to end we have to save it mm-hmm. and then this time they've the same deal world's going to end they have to save it uh, but they uh, the they've jumped kind of where they are in time in, in space and it allows the characters to then grow in new ways even when interacting with really the same characters from, oh. from previous seasons mm-hmm. but those characters have been changed just slightly enough that allows a growth and change and differences in how the characters interact and 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 they keep it encapsulated in a in a you know silly story like there's a uh, you know example is like it's you know it's all it's very comic booky you have different you know fight scenes and battles and all that where they're trying to you know do different things and then there's one where they have a a big you know big showdown between two groups and they decide they're going to solve this the old way and then they have a whole footloose dance that was was the (laughs)
4: best that was the best because it comes
3: out of nowhere it it goes on for a while yeah it's like like, like, oh there's just a and yeah. full choreography, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 and they were and they were doing the dances from Footloose, yeah. yeah. It was, it was great. <laughs> so, so anyway, so the the Umbrella Academy is the other thing.
4: Yeah, you are about to. Uh, I, I won't. The and... only thing you are about to hit my favorite episode of the season. Like the next okay. episode the, 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 is so yes. good, and it's yeah. it's, it's great, and great because it's it takes a show that has that has built up that three season to be able to like have an episode of this where without saying that's the thing. It's just everybody just. They just breathe out, and it's just the characters yeah. just like hanging out. It's like 45 minutes of them yeah. just like, yeah, let's just mm. talk about yeah. stuff. And let's, you know, let's exactly. And, and, yeah. and, it's, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's still riveting for a superhero show yeah. to actually have an episode yeah. where it's like, you know what, let's just like get drunk and hang out. Just and a it's like, yeah. like Marvel oh. be like, oh God, no, something needs to explode. <laughs> like, exactly. no, yeah. it's no, okay. I, we can I just listen to characters talk and we're fine. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I think that's the last episode I saw. You're talking about the, the wedding. Yes, the
4: wedding. Okay, you have yes, seen that. Yes, the wedding. Yes, yes, yes I yes, absolutely yes, love that. that. That's the last episode I, I saw. Because I sort of yeah, watched no, it, it was, Moon Knight yeah. and that at the same time, and I was like, Moon Knight is just like, mm-hmm. we can't stop for a second. And I was like, no, you can. Yeah. Umbrella Academy just did a 45-minute episode of a wedding in a superhero <laughs> yeah. show. They just <laughs> yeah. played out the entire wedding. Yep. And it was fine. Yep. It was great. There's almost great. no yeah. powers or super fights or anything. It's just it's just a straight up wedding
3: episode. Yes, I don't highly recommend it as well. So I guess the one of the last things I want to well not last things but definitely one thing I want to make sure we talk about before we move on uh, to our next uh, topic is um, uh, so for uh, really everyone the, today uh, as we are recording this uh, to, to uh, give you a peek behind the curtain, no. the, uh, Queen Elizabeth II died today. And so, uh, I, I think that is uh, you know worth mentioning. Just on on the one hand of where it's you know the the, the fact that I, I I can't think of anyone else where you know it's it's kind of it's a global event of of her dying because. You know, she's been the queen since what World War Two or the end of World War Two. So that means, while I have no facts to back this up, what about ninety percent of the population has never known another Queen of England? And so, Mm. uh, you know, so I just you know, a take a moment to say that, and then b also then you know there was you know also to tie it into movies there is you know for I I haven't seen a lot of Queen Elizabeth stuff, and I was uh, through work conversations today about the the royalty was told that I needed to see the Crown repeatedly because Mm. I have no Mm. idea who's next. Like you know, like is it Charles? Is it are they skipping isn't it I, I don't know what's going on i don't understand royalty at all i'm just like you know what they'll tell me in a few days and i'll be like okay that person now right you, you know and so uh but could you be know, me I, I remember seeing uh, go ahead could
2: be me I oh, don't know, know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Be the next could, could be
3: you. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. And so you know, so I, I like the movie The Queen because it talks about that for a bit and everything. And I thought Helen Mirren was uh, great in it, and it was a, it was a great portrayal, you know, uh, of of Queen Elizabeth. You know, at least as far as I know, because you know, like I said, I'm not clearly I'm not the biggest royal fan, but I thought that one was great. And uh, for my, of my personal taste, I wanted to take a moment to give a nod to uh, Jeanette Charles, who has played Queen Elizabeth the most in any in the most movies of any any other actress. And the movie she's played them in is uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation, The Naked Gun uh, from <laughs> the Files of Police Squad, uh, and the TV movie The Queen Special. She's also played it in Austin Powers. Uh, yeah, Austin Powers Gold <laughs> Member. Uh. So, yes, so then and, and I, honestly, the when I first thought of the the Queenian movies, I, you know the whole the naked gun scene was the first thing that popped in my head, and I thought, well, there has to be other movies that are you know treating her <laughs> like a real, you know more like a real person, and so that was uh, so the, then I thought of the queen, but. interesting. Yeah,
4: yeah so obviously quite a run, like the longest serving yeah. monarch in European yes. history, so
3: exactly, uh, yeah, exactly. I thought
4: yeah. I did a report on her in World War uh, her role in World War II, and it was like, you know what? She stepped up. Where a lot of people, you know, eh, that you know, ducked their duty. She was there, like fixing jeeps and getting them back on the field. Like she uh, knew her stuff. Yeah. So
3: absolutely, and and this this this,
4: uh, puts a good light on my uh, King Ralph reboot. So I'm hoping, (laughs) waiting
3: for that to come in. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, John Goodman's still available. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yes. And there's there are definitely several other other movies to watch that are all about royalty and the Queen and all that if you are into those things. So gentlemen, would you like to discuss trailers? Yeah certainly. <laughs> Discuss trailers. So before
4: we dig into this, I'm, I'm fascinated by the selected trailers because we have certain personas that I think the people of the Saturday Matinee audience have come to expect. And I would say these trailers don't really reflect the... <laughs> it shows that we have a lot more diversity of interest than you would at first think just from uh, yeah. the, the, the stereotype. We're the real kind of Umbrella thing. Academy. Exactly. Yeah. It was the real yeah. Umbrella yeah. Academy was yeah. inside us all along. Um, <laughs> yes. All right, so I got to go first. Uh, one of my favorite directors, uh, who unfortunately because of his choice of medium does not get to work a whole lot, uh, is Henry Selick. Uh, and so uh, the trailer that uh is his brand new one, which is called "Wendell and Wild."
0: Who are you? What are you doing in my dream?
3: We are Wendell and Wild.
0: Who? Everyone's got demons. My demons have names.
4: So obviously Netflix uh, has been uh, killing a lot of animation projects lately, but luckily this one was too far along to do it. So uh, you have the uh, the power of Key and Peele now has joined with Henry Selleck uh, in a weird, fun, new stop motion animation. I love stop motion animation. It uh, does not get a lot of uh, attention, doesn't get a lot of movies out lately, uh, but I'm excited to see what they do with this one when uh, a girl's inner demons come to the real world. So what did you guys think of the trailer?
2: I thought it looked great, and I am not an animation person, and I'm usually not that much of a stop-motion animation person. This – is this bridging the – like, this looked very slick for stop-motion animation. It didn't seem as jerky as, like, say, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs)
4: Nightmare on Elm Street, the Nightmare (laughs) Before Christmas.
2: (laughs) The Nightmare Before Christmas has a little bit more of that. uh, You know, you can tell that it's this seemed a little bit more fluid, which was interesting.
4: Oh, okay, good. Um, And as a positive, right? uh, Very much so. And it looked, it
2: looks scary, and it looks creepy. And I love the the lights coming through the nun's eyes. And I am, I am like legitimately. I'm really glad that you put this on because if I had heard. That there was a new animated thing, I would not check it out. Uh, the only chance I would have had is if someone would have said Key and Peele were involved or right. Jordan Peele. Uh, yeah. So no, I'm really excited. This looks outstanding. Yeah.
4: What do you think, Ocean?
3: Yeah. No, I saw. It, I saw it. Uh, it looks very. It looks very intriguing. Um, I, I like the voice actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story looks very different and new. Um, you know, and and honestly, everything about it looks uh, looks great and um I, I feel i should want to see it um uh, but <laughs> but, but I, well it's september sure or maybe went, october like, 1st yeah, exactly. the halloween yeah, I mean, thing so, yeah. will kick in you'll be like oh wait right, exactly yeah no if my if my kid if, I, I know i looked at it and i was like yeah, if my kids like this um i, I would show it to them for something different they're not really into the scary movies yet as much as i try to scare show show to them every time i do they are my oldest kind of like slasher flicks and then my youngest is like nothing he, he, he doesn't want he, not, nothing do do with anything that's going to scare them at any point yeah. um, and, you know and so I think it'd be something different to show with them and I just I just don't know that I'm going to get into it and I, and I have to own it was a weird contradiction when I saw it because I was like you know I have to own this contradiction in my thoughts that I don't know whether or not I'll go see it but it, it just looks fantastic right? like everything about it looks great and so you know I know that if I were to see it I, I don't think I'd be disappointed I just don't know with everything if, I, if I'll get to it or not but yeah no it looks great. <laughs> Oh yeah. So when does it when does it drop?
4: You can watch it on September 11th. It's coming that fast. Oh. I actually thought it was in October, yeah. but it turns out it's
3: sooner than you'd yeah. expect. So we can see it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Also awesome. tomorrow. Great. I'm there right now. All right. <laughs> yes. All right, Tommy. You were uh, next up
2: to get your trailer in. Hey everybody. I was next up uh, getting my trailer in. This is Tommy, and this film I uh, was on my radar mainly because I. Really like the director. The director uh, came uh, onto the scene in in the bedroom, which won a lot of awards. He was already a uh, an actor, and then he directed Little Children back in two thousand six, which I desperately loved, based on a book by We'll never know what's his name. Doesn't matter. Um, a very well known author, and now um, over what two thousand? What's twenty two minus six? Um, this is not a math six, podcast. Yeah, Sixteen. <laughs> 16. <laughs> Sixteen whole years later, he's finally directed a new movie, and it is called, I don't know, Tar, oh Tear? I was it's gonna E ask you. and I was A with like a dash over the A and R. I'm going to give you here. Put all these in. Tar,
1: Tear, tire, tire, toops. Time is the thing. Time is the essential piece of interpretation. You cannot start without me. I start the clock. Unlike a clock, sometimes my second hand stops, which means time stops. The reality is that it's not until I once again decide to raise that hand that time is allowed to continue marching along her very...
2: Directed by Todd Fields, as I said, and starring the amazing Kate Cam- Blanchett, that this is a sort of a biopic about someone that does not exist. It is a fictional um, international music conductor played by Kate Blanchett, and it's supposed to be it's being um, uh, advertised as a psychological drama. And I love the world of conducting; I find it weirdly entrancing. Uh, even before the movie, like. Um, Whiplash, like Mr. Holland's opus, anything involving conducting for some reason, I always find it uh, magnetic. And I think she seems really interesting in it. and it seems to have a real singular um visual sort of look in existence. So I'm really interested in it. Did this have, hold any interest for you guys?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, Kate Blanchett. Always has yep. interest to in me because I think she's phenomenal in everything she does. It actually reminded me in college uh, when I took a course, uh, one of the teachers introduced us to Philip Glass. And so he oh, plays yeah. Philip Glass. And so I got introduced to the kinds of, not only the work of Philip Glass, but also – the concept of oral hallucinations at the same time, they're like, they're, <laughs> you're going to hear, a, I, think, I can't remember what the name of the piece was, but it was basically a chorus of people just singing one, two, three, four. They're saying the words one, two, three, four over and over again, faster, and faster, and faster. And at a certain point, your brain just starts reinterpreting it as new things. It's not what at all what you're hearing, wow. but it basically it's, 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 and it was fascinating. And so like when I was listening to this, that's what I was thinking about, because even though it's a, like about an orchestra, the score is of human voices. So they're right. actually you're not hearing any actual like orchestral stuff, which she would be conducting. So I started thinking along those lines. And so that it sort of uh, had that that effect that I thought maybe this is going to be a sort of a surrealist woman going mad or or something. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. I, I, I'm curious to see um, what the actual story is, what it is because the There's not, not a lot tell of, you a whole trailer, lot,
2: which so. I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah.
3: cool. Ocean, what do you think? Oh, excuse me. I, I I liked the idea of a control freak musical conductor <laughs> mm-hmm. with what seems like massive narcissism. <laughs> uh, at least that's what I got from the trailer. I also like um, the, the thing that I noticed as well from the trailer that I did uh, – like uh, and not expect was that the cast in the trailer is, it's very female heavy and it's very, female and it's, you know, given the subject and, you know, my, my exposure to the subject in film, in film uh, it's, you know, the roles that these women are playing in the trailer are traditionally dominated with male actors. Uh, you know, after I looked mm. it up and on IMDb, I saw that oh, there are actually other men in the movie. But it, lo- it looked like it, you know, I, I I found that to be um, kind of a refreshing change that I, I wasn't expecting mm. uh, to, to to really even you know think about when I when I saw it. Um, I, I do think that the these type of movies, I know that I will need to be in the mood for what is going to be presented sure. uh, what, before before I watch it. But there there's there's enough there uh, to to make me want to see it.
2: Excellent. Uh, for those yep. that are interested, again, it's called Tor, to
3: We don't know, and it comes out October seventh. Yeah. And while uh, we were doing this, I was trying to look up who the actor, uh, who the who the author of the book was, because I read that as well, and I, I I blanked on their name as well. But there's Tom. somewhere. everything every, everything everything seems to be about the movie. Like they don't. <laughs> they, it's like they pretend the book didn't exist online. So uh, Google has uh, canceled the book. <laughs> so, are you talking about little children? <laughs> it's
2: yeah, tom parata he also did um the leftovers that hbo mm-hmm. made into mm-hmm. a show and he's done Lin-Man. he wrote uh, election the right. uh, film that matthew broderick and Duda was in yeah he's yeah. great
3: all right i guess i will uh, bring up the rear here with this and i am actually a little surprised when i saw this that this movie had not been picked already Um, Me too. uh, So this Mm -hmm. movie, the plot is uh, set in the 30s. It follows three friends who witness a murder, become suspects themselves, and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in American history. This is Amsterdam. Harold, I don't know what you
4: think you're doing. Excuse me. Hello. Got a dead white man in a box. Not even a casket. Doesn't even have a top on it. In a pine box of old wood. Who do you think's gonna get in trouble here? Do me a favor try to be optimistic. You don't get here without things starting a long time ago.
2: So, two soldiers and a nurse found ourselves in
0: Amsterdam.
2: We formed a pact and we swore to protect each other no matter what. the We find ourselves in a situation where we're accused of killing someone, which is not true.
3: You and Woodman fled the scene. The killer pointed at us.
2: We didn't do anything. Why would you possibly think that was us? Well, there's not too many people
3: that fit the description of a doctor looking for his eye on the ground with his uh, black attorney. Columbia Law School. So Amsterdam char- stars. Uh, pretty much every actor you've ever heard of, starring Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, uh, John David Washington, Anya Taylor Joy, Robert De Niro, Michael Shannon, and Chris Rock, um, and Timothy Olyphant. Woo! It, no! yes, yes, and Timothy Olyphant. <laughs> there's Ol- so, yes, many, there's I, so I, many people it, in it. it, 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 it so many people. Exactly. I just listed off a bunch, yeah. and I still I left off people that I was like I I got I got tired of like <laughs> typing names uh, when I saw it. It's, uh, it is written and directed by David O. Russell, and a really what caught my eye with it is I I do enjoy these type. Movies. It looks like there's going to be some twists and turns. It looks like a slapsticky whodunit. It also looks like um, you know there's kind of has multiple layers of where there's a there's the whodunit element of it and then kind of the interplay between the main characters, but also the the dynamic of the three main characters and the three friends. Set in the 1930s, right? Where it's a time frame where, you know, the, that Christian Bale, Margaret Robbie, and John David Washington, you would not think you'd see necessarily together and, you know, in effect of the way the trailer's portraying it, bonded, by, bonded through life, uh, you know, at, at that time. And so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what it is. I'm also looking forward to seeing a movie where. I'm hopeful that I will not be able to figure out the ending at all mm. that when the ending mm. happens whatever the twist is I want to be completely surprised and be like what when did Shaggy and Scooby show up <laughs> right? <You> know, whatever. <laughs> you know, like whatever whatever it is but it, it looked uh, it looked very um, entertaining and uh, well-, well acted to, mm-hmm. at least to me from the trailer so wh- what did you guys think?
4: I'm, I'm a little worried about the David O. Russell of it all. Uh, I tend to run hot and cold on his stuff. Sometimes I think he's he's way on, and sometimes he hearts Huckabee's. So uh, <laughs> it's it's really hard to tell. It seems like it's if you wouldn't hadn't have told me this was a David Russell movie, I would have thought, oh, the Cohen Brothers are back. So that's huh. kind of the vibe I yeah. think the trailer was going for. Uh, but th- th- there's a couple things I think they're, they're going well for it. I, I think that Christian Bale is in a really interesting place in his career now, like it sort of post Batman. <laughs> I kind of thought he was going to swerve into the Daniel day Lewis kind of thing of like, no, I did Batman. Now I'm going to do serious artsy stuff. And yet now he's like in Marvel movies and he's doing this. I'm like, right. Oh, I think he's having a blast. Like it's just, yeah. I just watch yeah. him in this thinking, Oh, we're, we're past the, uh, the, the, days of him yelling at crew people like he's like settled yeah. into his like oh i'm a movie star and i can just have fun and and margot robbie's great and all this stuff too so i'm, I'm hoping that the star power of it all uh will be a, a like a, it'll be a fun romp and stuff too and not I I, that we're not being sold something that doesn't actually exist in the real movie. That it's a real serious character drama. You know, uh, a lot of people fighting with each other thing. But but yeah. then I, I also have an inherent resistance to movies named after places. Like how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not all Amsterdam. Like this is you know at least in Bruges was in Bruges. It wasn't gotcha. Bruges. Or like Got you it. know, but but that that's a, that's a that's a problem that I'm working on. So what did you think, Tommy? <laughs> okay.
2: uh, I think it looks really like a lot of fun, and I'm always down to give uh, David O. Russell, even though he seems to be like a jerk, uh-huh. uh,
5: yes. the benefit of
2: the doubt at least to start things. He is, I think he's a really quietly fascinating director that doesn't do as much in your face stuff. Like he's mm-hmm. toned down things since Three Kings, but there's always really arresting. You can tell that you're in safe hands, that it'll always be interesting. and not necessarily won't be 100% good, but it'll always be a reason for the camera. He's very thoughtful about that stuff. So I'm really excited. I had forgotten that that this was a thing, and so I'm really glad that you put it on the list because yeah. I'm very
4: yeah, excited. Yeah, and you're right. It's, it- it's, it's a shame that it took this long, so I'm glad you did it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The re- release date for it is October seventh. <gasps> I believe theaters everywhere. You know what else is coming out on October seventh? Tar <laughs> We can have a double feature. Tar-tar, tar-tar, I can go
2: Tar tar and then Amsterdam. Yes. Oh my tar-tar? goodness. Yes. Yeah, like
3: pro- the clay, oh, yeah, exactly.
5: yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> although although it would it would be an interesting exercise after seeing the two trailers for that, to then decide, well, which one do you watch first? Right? You know, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. And, and how the, much time do you need between movies? You so gotta to watch a reset tar tar first
2: because one looks like <laughs> yeah. a romp and one looks like it might be a drag. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
3: Uh today. Of all days uh, so is Disney Plus Day. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and there uh, there are also it's uh, Star Trek things. Day. Just uh, by the way, it is it is also Star Trek Day. It is, this yes, it is.
4: Just uh, just as a side note, this is the day that first contact happened when the Vulcans landed uh, in the first established uh, relations with the humans. Just uh, by, by the way, mm,
5: just so Disney just doesn't
4: think they own everything. Okay. <laughs> Remind me to get well, your lunch money from you later. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Please let, yeah, continue yeah, on yeah, with the game. Yeah. Remind me to hang you by your feet, JK, shake <laughs> the coins out <laughs> of you. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then, okay, well, Disney does think they own everything. Mm-hmm. And so they are uh, sh- showing on, uh, so today's Disney Plus Day. And uh, I don't know if you guys have seen anything about it today because I've been looking at some of the stuff on- online about it. Uh, it's the, uh, They're going to drop Thor 11 Thunder on Disney Plus today. And then they're doing uh you know they're doing a deal for new subscribers. So if you are, you know, if, if you were listening to this and don't have Disney Plus, I, I'm not sure how, but if you don't, then you gonna you, know, you have the, yeah, you have the you have the new deal. And then um there's also a few other things that I, I did find interesting um you know, interesting with it, like they they're having the documentary on the Obi wan series, mm-hmm. you know, that's like a making of, and then they the next a new series uh, dropping September twenty first is Andor, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know the the one about uh, cash, Cassius. Castian, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Castian and everything. So they're, so they're you know the dropping that, and then and then other than that's a lot of different things about like the uh, you know the, the 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 cars movies that they're putting out, or you know um, then, then of course of course online there are complaints about why there's no Mandalorian season three trailer, <laughs> you, you know because it's like well and then that's not being announced until twenty twenty three, but uh, yeah, but anyway anyway so it's an it, it is an interesting day of all sorts of Disney stuff. Um, so I don't know if you guys did anything about it or heard about it at all today, or if it just if it would uh, get past your radar, past my radar,
2: and I don't have
3: Disney Plus, <laughs> and I'm so okay. emotional well, about it. They, they have a they have a deal for you, then Tommy. <laughs> That's what is right. it? You can specifically for you, specifically get, you, can for get you. It now for like yeah, you can get it for dirt cheap for the next you? couple months. Yes, yes. yeah. It's right. Like if you I'll turn like around,
4: Bob Chapek is standing right behind you. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I'll check it out. Yeah.
3: All right. Um, okay. And so, uh, so uh, what I uh, what I decided to do was um, instead of going with my uh, n- uh, norm of wanting all games to be hyper competitive, oh, I thought you say Batman want related, <laughs> and I want winners and losers. Well, yeah, well, isn't everything Batman related? I don't know. Like, what are these non Batman related things you speak of? Because uh, I don't. In, in my universe, he's everywhere. So... <laughs> And so, um, so so instead of instead of doing something along those lines, I decided to uh, dust off an older type of game, uh, which are uh, bracket games. Oh. So where you two can work together a team. Uh, to decide. Yes, you can work as a team to decide the fate of. We'll just say the the entire Disney Plus universe, and oh boy. so in, mm. uh, so yeah, so uh, but so with Disney Plus and you know part of everything about that they're announcing and going on, and also when you think of the Disney Plus, uh, you know what they all the different. The properties they own, which you know, the Marvel, the Star Wars, the Pixar, you know, and National and all that. Geographic. Like, well, they're, they're the National Geographic, exactly. do forgets forget, yeah. island. Yeah, yeah. ABC, <laughs> ESPN, everything, right? So, uh, but there is there are lots and lots of heroes in, in a lot of these movies, and. That's cool. But for me uh, personally, I find that movies become more or less interesting based on the villain. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so I I thought I would do a game that (laughs) I tentatively have titled The uh, Disney, The Disney, The Disney Villain. Parentheses and some other villains thrown in. No nope. game. <laughs> Got it. Got it. I could not think of a pithy way to put all that together because yeah. it's mostly what, Disney villains. What's the opposite of rolling ones. off your tongue? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. You're gonna you're gonna stutter step all over this. Yeah. yeah, it's the so oh, yeah. So okay. I so I took so I decided to take some villains, and so I decided to also uh, ask you gentlemen to decide between between them who is the best one, and best. and if you. You're asking for what is by, what for is sure. your, what you use as a criteria for best, whatever you want. Okay, Ooh. it's completely subjective. There are no rules, gentlemen. You can decide best any way you see fit. I okay.
2: think we should decide before
3: we begin.
2: Okay, you because are, otherwise you that are, you way are. lies okay. that way lies madness. So uh, one option would scariest. What about the one winner the of most- this
4: one has to fight the newly thawed corpse of Walt Disney? <laughs> 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 no, I, I, it's, uh, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla, you know, it's, right. uh, so yeah, I guess, I guess uh, what, if you want to do battle royale style, like who would be the most, in,
2: it could be scariest. It could be most intimidating. It could be, or oh, who how would about, win? Uh,
4: who's worthy of their own origin movie. That seems to be what Disney plus is doing. Uh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. Their own.
2: Who's most worthy. Yeah. What if someone their- does have their own, do we have any Reboot, villain origin babies. movies? Okay. All right. Cool. I mean,
4: wow. Well, we're about to have a, I, an, a brand new Tomb Raider, you know? It's, I like this, this point idea. So,
2: <laughs> so multifaceted or interesting.
4: Yes. Exactly. Be they because they're exist so powerful away so from one or more, essentially. I
2: love it. Let's do it. Right. Okay. Okay.
3: All right. Solo so Project. I'll, I'll I, say
4: Solo Project. So, like, maybe yeah. if it's Maleficent, let's say, I assume she's on the list. Yeah. Uh, she would get a television series. So, like, let's say Solo Project. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. So. Uh, thank you for bringing up a villain that I did not think of. Oh, okay, so, good. Uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> she's <laughs> she's had, had plenty list, of her so, so, time. It's fine. So yeah, so so yeah, as I said, most of these are from Disney property. So okay. I started off with uh, the first match is Marvel. Okay, I took two Marvel uh, villains. So the first one is uh, the, the Red Skull from the Captain America: mm-hmm. The First Avenger, played by Hugo Weaving, mm-hmm. versus uh, Killmonger okay. uh, from Black Panther, oh. played by Michael B. Jordan. You don't need to go any farther because I
4: have a very strict no nazis rule so killmonger advances
3: what? sorry Tommy, you've
4: it. been overruled
5: well,
2: well i'm not going to go pro-nazi you've kind of backed me in a corner so yeah
4: uh good job okay. killmonger you've won this also round. killmonger happens to be one of my favorite villains of all time but i love it killmonger. regardless regardless of who Got you would it. put up against Red he skull.
2: was bumpy right wasn't his skin bumpy yes his skin was okay, bumpy yes. which oh, yeah, he freaked my the, wife out
3: because he had the Yes, he had the the different. He would carve a knife for each person that he killed. Yeah. that's he what that was. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. So that, ritual that's scarification. So, all right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no. scarification, and then that's, I, I never really that's knew how he was that. mongering is, is the kills. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if they thought that if that was him. Is it just scarring, or if it was the thing with keloids as well? Hmm. Like mm-hmm. that, that was who created the race. So okay. anyway, all right. Okay, so, um, and so, sticking with the tentpole Disney properties, uh, staying with uh, Star Wars, I'll start with Star Wars. And two villains, one of which I just decided to uh, throw in and, and, and put stipulations around because he's so well-known. So, the first one, of course, is uh, Kylo Ren mm-hmm. uh, from The Force Awakens, played by Adam Driver, versus, of course, Darth Vader. But only the Empire Strikes Back one. Played, okay. by Dave, played by David Prowse, voiced by James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. otherwise with Darth Vader, it becomes like, you know, you can get all, you can go everywhere. So, so yeah. So I decided to throw that. I'm just going to throw in random things.
4: <laughs> I, I, mm. Okay. I completely so, knocked yeah. you out of the last one, Tommy. So why don't I exactly. take the lead on this one?
2: <laughs> I would vote, I think, would vote for Darth Vader. Because only because Kylo Ren I felt was so sulky. <laughs> <laughs> he was just such a, like, a meh, when's, when's my turn at the Xbox? So I personally vote for, because Darth Vader is just such an interminable force. Mm and seems to know exactly what he wants, and he's going to get it, girl. So I go for Darth Vader personally. What do you think?
4: Uh, I think I'm the opposite, actually. I think Darth really? Vader, the more Darth Vader shows up, I feel like the less interesting he gets. Like, the more we learn about him and the more we see him, the more I'm like, he's just a sad asthmatic. Like... I it's, 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 you want bad, to know his bad relationships? His I mean, like, it's like, okay, sure, he has the force, but so does everybody else. Like, what makes this guy special? Like, he's more machine than man. So, like. Oh, right. What? It's supposed to be the most interesting character. Yeah. Oh, but, like, I already
2: forgot our idea. Yeah. Kylo Ren has more going on. He has yeah, more facets like, to him I, instead of just Is people. he whiny?
4: Is he, is he, is he that way? Yes. And that's what makes him yeah. so compelling to me because, like, I love that he's a, he basically, he's a fanboy. He is an entitled right. fanboy and he, he has tantrums and, like, when he doesn't get his way and he just wants to be like Darth Vader, can't he? Like and I, I, I find that fascinating. Interesting.
2: Uh, okay, I will stipulate. Does that mean capitulate?
4: Yes, I will, it does. whatever.
3: Okay, I will do okay. all of those things. And now things, we'll come back.
2: Yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs>
3: and now we should celebrate. So, Great. <laughs> yes. So, so. So Kylo Ren moves on.
4: Yes. Absolutely. Okay. But and, I mean, by the way, I, I I don't know what the rest of your bracket looks like, but the fact yeah. that in round two it's Kylo Ren versus Killmonger.
3: Killmonger, yes. Man. Yeah. Like <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> Well this, uh, the, the, next, the next matchup, I really threw in because I was, uh, when I was thinking through this, I am always a huge uh, Marvel Star Wars fan that I know, Kyle, you are as well. Mm-hmm. And Tommy, who does not have Disney Plus, I thought, well, that also needs to be some things in here for Tommy. Thank you. So Aww. these villains are villains where you really just don't see their face until the end. So this is in a left turn, completely oh. away from the Disney Plus universe. It is a Jigsaw Ooh. from the movie Saw, played by Tobin Bell, versus... Ghostface in the movie Scream, played by both Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard.
4: Okay, you're going right. To the original Scream, okay. Yes, interesting. Spoilers for a 30 year old movie. <laughs> I know. I so
2: was like, hey, <laughs> I just <laughs> put it in. Um, <laughs> interesting because yeah, the, really the Scream, the Ghostface are smart yes. and they're also physically capable. True. Jigsaw is not physically capable, but is extremely smart mm-hmm. and is good at crafting. Mm-hmm. So... You might he's say he's the Batman sure. of the horror world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm... Oh, okay, right. You want to know more about them? Probably... Yeah. What do you think? I think I would say... I was going to say uh, the Ghost Face because Jigsaw just needs so much prep time. But <laughs> yeah, I would true. think that his... You do learn in later Jigsaw movies, in later Saw movies, a little bit more about him. But I think he's got so much going on. There's so much weird uh, sadism, but also morality going on. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of – he's not just sort of killing people and he's trying to save them. True. Uh, And so I think that's more interesting than just two homicidal teenagers (laughs) just sort of running around. So I would personally vote for Jigsaw. (laughs) Now tell me why we're going to vote for the other people.
4: (laughs) No, actually, I think I agree with you. I, I mean, I, because okay. that's one thing I really, that when when Saw first came out, it was it was kind of like, oh, it's Carrie Elwes, and he cuts his foot off and you know like that right. was was whole thing. But it's like the then I, I sort of dismissed it as oh, it's just more horror porn. Like it's just it's just torture right. porn. I mean that that torture whole porn. thing. Um, but then then I actually got to see it. I was like, oh no, there's actually a lot more going on in Jigsaw than I really thought before. Like it was right. actually. A, for for being a very gory movie, it was really thoughtful, and I would say surprise mm-hmm. that. Not to say that Scream wasn't, but in a different way. So, right. yeah, I I would say Jigsaw as well, because I would actually be interested to see, you know, the, the surprise of Jigsaw is how much time he did, to see it from the other side of him, like, preparing these things. Of like, yeah, Jigsaw. What o would Debo. be the best way to get that guy and like you know putting yeah. stuff together?
2: Yeah, and he's like, sorry, Jigsaw, we don't have it. Try Lowe's, and he's like, <laughs> and he's just going from hardware store to hardware
3: store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah. So uh, also a movie that, uh, that I love. There was it was in a time of life where I didn't watch as many horror movies, mm-hmm. and so then I saw that in the theater. Oh, wow. I saw that in the theater in a mostly empty theater. By myself, which was not the best idea. I was freaked out for the rest of the, for for the next (laughs) several hours. So, but it was was great. Okay. So then uh, this next category are characters that are not the villain yet. Uh, The first one is Eric Lencher, better known as Magneto, played by Michael Fassbender in X-Men First Class. Mm. And the other one is uh, Cruella Deville. In the movie played in the movie Creella, played by Emma Stone.
4: Have you seen either of those, Tommy? No. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say I think <laughs> you may have to take this one. <laughs> My apologies. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, yes, I, I have. I have seen both things. Um, I I saw Cruella. I thought it was um, a fun, especially because it was set in the seventies and it had this sort of like Devil Wears Prada fashion vibe to it. But oh, that's it, cool. It, it, uh, like by the the. Facts of the story of like the one thing we know about Corella, this Corella does not line up to the the other one at all. Like this one, she loves dogs at the beginning of the movie and still loves dogs at the end. I was like, but wait, your one defining characteristic is you are going to kill puppies for coats. And like this one would be like, no, she would never do that. Like, but, but that's. Isn't that your that's your deal, right? Isn't that well, your your So maybe, it didn't it it didn't totally sort of quite line up and it's like yeah. no no we're well, saving that for the sequel. No you aren't.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well I think the same part three, like maybe there's an emperor in, in part two, that she has a dark turn, right? And then the heath puppies. Yeah, Got
4: it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, in, in regards to my uh, to my no Nazis rule, uh, my Nazi hunter rule also comes <laughs> into effect here too, because uh, in the category of yeah, you missed the good movie. The fact that they said, oh, by the way, Magneto spent some time hunting Nazis down in the in the fifties. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Like, you—that's an aside. Oh, yeah. Why are we? Why are we dealing with this nuclear submarines? You. Magneto is hunting Nazis. Like that's your movie. Like <laughs> yeah. show me yeah. that. I want six episodes of that. Him like hanging out in Brazil. Like hunting. come on.
3: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, actually, Eric. Yes, had moved on. There, all right. The the Nazi hunter moves yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And okay, so the next uh, t- uh, title, which I changed uh, right at the last <laughs> minute, was uh, "Who let these clowns into this contest?" <laughs> um, who the let first these one clowns? is exactly the first one is, of course, uh, the first villain you think of when I say that: uh, the Joker uh, from The Dark Knight, played by Heath Ledger, or Pennywise. Yeah, I always thought Pennywise was by Bill S- yeah, They had the a really good rap from,
1: battle,
4: by the way, for, for those of you who haven't heard it. Y- <laughs> Epic really? history: Joker versus Pennywise. It's it's pretty awesome.
2: <laughs> and we're talking about Joker, the Keith um, Ledger the movie, Todd Phillips movie. The,
4: no, we're talking about no, the the Heath Ledger, no. the Dark Knight. The Heath Ledger one. Heath oh, Ledger. good. Yeah. Okay,
3: that makes it hard. Right. I'm a dog oh, yeah. geez, in
4: cars in, like that.
3: That Joker. right. Exactly. Yeah. Because in the in the in the in the in the regular Joker one, which I will full on own that I have never seen it. I don't know that I'm good. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's a villain in it, right? Isn't he just, it's, it's a, it's an origin story of a character that doesn't need an origin. Well,
4: he does murder people. So I guess if that makes you a villain, then sure. <laughs> okay. But the well, real villain I mean,
3: is society. <laughs> okay, good. All right, there you go. So, so, so it's so it's taxi driver. It's, yes,
4: it, it, right. it, it is. It, it 95% it is taxi like driver. And driver. they just like go, okay. And he also uh dresses the clown too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Great. Okay, yeah. Here's your Oscar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I digress. Right. But tell me, you have strong <laughs> feelings about but so that that aside. So this is Heath Ledger's Joker, which I, I say probably right. is my favorite of all the yep. Jokers, uh, next to Mark Hamill uh, from the anime series. But you have strong feelings about Pennywise. So well, my pe- thought, obviously, is I'm I'm a big Joker fan, but I've also I'm also a big Pennywise fan because I read that book, you know, in what eighty seven or whatever it is that came out. So what, yeah. are, what are your feelings on Pennywise?
2: I think Pennywise for me because he is not bound to the same earthly. Realm as the Joker is. The Joker, sure. granted, he has an enormous gang of thugs and endless access to jars of oil, um, and that he can just put <laughs> in every factory or whatever he wants. Uh, but Pennywise so can really. Yeah, Pennywise can really do whatever he wants to a certain extent and Mm -hmm. even break the rules of his own movie. Um, And I think the idea of the fact that he feeds off of and finds out what would really scare you the most, that's getting into Freddy Krueger territory, which I find always fascinating because he's using yourself against you versus (laughs) the Joker, which kind of is doing some of that, but not as much, really. He just sort of wants to burn the world down. So I'm maybe voting for Pennywise, but I like this pair up. So if yeah, you'd like to agreed. to go the other way, I would probably be easy to talk.
4: Really OK, well, I, I was just thinking, OK, so origin story wise, like would, if if they had a, a you know, before the before the makeup or whatever, I mean, both of them right. are, are well known for painting their faces. Yeah. Um, would you re- like to see sort of? Pennywise landing or crash landing or like I, I don't know how did I would he, like did he to crash see land him on earth or did he like, like come he, through a he, dimensional rift no, he, I don't
2: he crash landed on earth I, thought there was I a don't meteor, know the answer for
4: that but he was like a meteor yeah, that
2: yeah, came down I would like to see him like the show that's coming up uh, the dairy show of him yeah, like the history you know, of dairy throughout all the hundreds of years yeah I'm more interested I in think that was interesting interesting in, Max show Mm. Oh, no, that's right. Mm. Well, well, I'd see. be more we'll interested in we'll that see. than okay. finding out what the origin of Joker is, because part of the interest of Joker is that you don't know his origin. They even yeah. play with that in him telling five different stories about right. where he comes from. So,
4: yep. You know, by our criteria, I, I 100% agree.
2: Hooray! Because yeah, I, I, think, I think that
4: it's more interesting to me to see sort of as a, you know, just a young alien on the prowl, just like <laughs> like walking around going, okay. you know what? clowns yeah I like the, would love <laughs> to see him fight <laughs> see his first clown he like he's like, walks by going lumberjack sharp. no yeah. cowboy <laughs> no clown <Yeah. laughs> clown yes <Yeah. laughs> yeah.
3: okay okay and uh now we'll go uh, back to uh Pixar I picked a couple Pixar villains ah, okay. uh, which are yeah and, and I, I decided to go with villains that seemed the most kind of like they're villains because you know a lot of times with Pixar the villain part is you know they're, they're not you know you don't Actively root against them all the time. So, the two that I chose then uh, to have you uh, to weigh in on is uh, Syndrome mm-hmm. uh, from the movie The Incredibles, yep. voiced by Jason Lee. Syndrome versus uh, Sid from <laughs> Toy Story, oh, <laughs> wow. voiced by Eric Von Deaton, yeah. or deton or Detton. I'm not sure the correct pronunciation of his name. We'll never know. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> Both bad from birth both both, both <laughs> troubled children <laughs> 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 Probably unsupervised, way too much I don't remember
2: Syndrome at all
4: Syndrome uh, was the one He he was he idolized uh, Mr. Incredible Wanted to be his sidekick, was a great inventor uh, Mr. Incredible told him Get lost, kid And so he okay. sort of internalized that And then decided that all superheroes had to go And so devised a robot to murder them all So that he could Got become it. the ultimate hero
3: Okay, right, interesting right, Because if nobody's super, then everybody <clears throat> yeah. is and sit okay got it and, and sit is, is just the a creep that's create toys. To toys yeah right yeah torture toys. Yeah. Yes. and in a movie toy story that would make him a villain right <laughs> <I mean, laughs> true everyday life you wouldn't think twice about him you just be like well you know he's, he's he probably a has, has a very <laughs> successful
4: tiktok <laughs> he, he, following he probably does
3: yeah see, he, he's probably an influencer like it's a, as part of his yeah, exactly. toys like he destroys them he doesn't watch like watch it
4: explode <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, what do you think? What are your initial thoughts?
4: <laughs> I don't want to spend a lot of time with either of these guys, but I think yeah. Syndrome would be the more interesting one because you could kind of do a, um, a descent into madness sort of thing of like brilliant inventor and then like it, all this internal stuff or whatever slowly turns him into, you know, thing. And please, Disney, this is not me pitching that. Please do not make this movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> we do not need to see that story. But yeah. given the choice between the two, yeah.
2: I'll go with Kyle, yeah, because otherwise it's just a crappy kid. We pretty much yeah. know where crappy kids come from, right. unless they're Kevin. Yeah. yeah, all right.
4: We need to talk about Kevin.
3: We do need to put that up right there. <laughs> and um, okay, and the next the next set of villains are uh, villains that are not in the real world. So they they what their their effects will be felt Does in the real Ocean world. think but that they themselves...
4: real? <laughs> oh,
2: no. <laughs>
3: Oh, sorry. Go what was I just a and small you know side. between yeah. me and Tommy? Go, yeah. on, go on, go on, go oh, yeah. Continue okay. your game. He's
2: outside just talking to his car.
3: Sorry. Sorry. I thought I heard some crazy talk. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, not, not in the real world. Uh, the first is uh, Agent Smith from The Matrix, uh-huh. played by Hugo Weaving, yeah. versus uh, Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on Elm Street, played Ooh. by Robert Englund.
4: Good okay. matchup. Humanity is a virus, and we mm. are the cure. Agent
2: Smith would have more of a lot more room to play with, potentially mm-hmm. the reason that he go that he becomes a a bad code. that the reason why he wants to destroy his world from within could be really interesting of what got him there other yeah. than just his hatred of humans.
4: Well, I mean, spend an hour on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You oh, go. I see. Oh, what you what know you're what? <laughs> you're we're all agents yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, um, I'm gonna give you three subreddits. <laughs> Tell me you don't right. we'll come out with the same philosophy.
2: Freddy Krueger, his original crime is so abhorrent that might be quite a downer of a. I, do, I, of I don't a, want to see that at
5: all.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: like whatever would make him do what he did, yeah. isn't a. Fun film, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: no. so for that reason, I might go with Computer McGee. What yeah. do you think? Okay, you know, you know, wait, are you telling me neither you gentlemen think that Freddy Krueger could be made to be sympathetic? Oh God. Please, please, no, please don't. <laughs> no, you
4: don't understand. These kids were really awful. Oh, yeah. oh no,
5: exactly. none yeah. yeah. of them would sit still for the picture and see, yeah, all of, all of yeah. this, all of this
4: yeah. helps justify <laughs> Agent Smith. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know what. Copper top, baby. (laughs) Yeah.
3: So, Agent Smith. It is okay. And so, since we started with Marvel in the first round, we will end with Marvel in the first round. And these two villains really just wanted peace, right? Their their ends were really just yeah, just they wanted peace and harmony uh, throughout the land. (laughs) The first one is Ultron uh, (laughs) from the uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, played by James Spader and the second one is a little bit of a process to me and I'll explain why after I say it but it is Thanos from Avengers Infinity War played by Josh Brolin are you and saying the that Thanos was I right <laughs> Thanos was the hero of that movie. <laughs> to me, the, the villain in that movie is all the, everybody else. Well, he was Va- the protagonist. Was the I don't know hero. that I would go so yes. far as to say hero. No, nope, he is the hero. <laughs> Thanos was a, a, a mild-mannered environmentalist that came up with a solution to help save the universe. And then he struggled and sacrificed... To get to uh, the place where he could have a tool to then finally fix the universe, does so and, and and sorry and overcomes all the usurpers that are trying to stop him from this utopian goal. So in
4: He's your so in yeah. your in the version of the movie you saw, Thanos yes. was Bill Nye the Science Guy.
3: <laughs> yes, he was. The, yes, he was instead of homicidal grimace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, instead instead of homicidal grimace.
2: Yeah, I. Unfortunately, my apologies. I didn't see Iron Man Two. Is that
4: where Ultron uh, no, came he's from? He's actually from Avengers: no. Age of Ultron. What? Yeah. He's Avengers. the main uh, enemy in uh, Avengers Two. Yeah, well, Avengers I saw that. I don't yeah. remember him. I don't he's like a, he's Thanos
2: robot because if he can snap his fingers and make half the people disappear, <laughs> yeah. he can snap his fingers and everyone gets soup. Yes, like or he can make no other longer things needs to eat. Were, yeah, there was other ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So I don't care for that because the whole time we'll just watching him and inevitably come to a stupid decision. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone should have soup. That was the fourth stone. What do you think?
4: I agree. I I think that uh, I think that the fact that Thanos got a lot of screen time uh, and Ultron did not. I think that kind of uh, suffered for it. Ah. I would actually kind of like to see more of what James Bader was doing. I don't think it was a perfect portrayal in any way, shape
3: or form, but it was interesting. Sure.
4: Uh, and I would kind of like to see what they would do if they got a chance to sort of remix
3: it. Ultron moves on, mm-hmm. which which is fair because Thanos is a hero. <laughs> uh, uh, moving on. <laughs> so, like, we're not going to go back and re- are we?
2: Are all of these different characters going to end up fighting each other? Uh, well, we're just now. We're just
3: in round two. Yeah, it'll get a lot yeah. faster from yeah. here. They'll get a lot faster. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. No. The, 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 the we'll, we'll speed up. Here. Yeah. Got it. All right. So the uh, second round: uh, Killmonger versus Kylo Ren.
4: And it's got to be Killmonger.
3: Take I'll take it. Yeah, I agree.
4: Like, yeah, just because Killmonger is, yeah. All right.
3: Uh, Jigsaw versus uh, Eric Lencher or Magneto well,
4: <laughs> in, in any fight, <laughs> Jigsaw has a lot of metal and,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> but again, we're doing or, origin, origin story. Stories, not yeah. who would win, who would yeah, win in know, a fight, I Magneto. I, just, just, I think the more interesting personally, other than the Nazi part would, yep. would be Jigsaw, I think. Okay. I'm interested in okay.
4: that. Okay, yeah. I mean, and I, I, we, we've seen the Magneto story a number of times, right. a number of mediums and stuff, too, in Jigsaw. I just want
2: to keep at least one actual human in this, com- hey, in this conversation for as long as I can. don't be a human
4: racist. <laughs> 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 Homo superior. Come on. Yeah, this yeah, is exactly, this yeah. is what Magneto's main point is right here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Hashtag is, Magneto was yes, right. Okay, so go on. So, so
3: true. So true. Yes. Yeah. So Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. We're going yeah. With Jigsaw? Okay. Pennywise and Syndrome. Oh,
4: Pennywise. 100%. Good. Yeah.
3: Agree. Very right. much agreed. Ultron or Agent Smith?
4: Oh, now that's interesting. Wow. Because they both kind of have the same philosophy. Hmm. They both are like, hey, humanity is the problem. Right. The robots yep. are uh, way superior. Uh, I think Agent Smith is probably more philosophical about it, though. So I would kind of uh, be interested in. More that way.
2: 100% agree. Yeah. I love that. All right.
4: But, okay. you know, and cast James Spader as one of the other robots, and I think then you'll oh, Sure. Song. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. All right. And in the final four Killmonger versus Jigsaw.
4: <laughs> oh, uh oh. <laughs> We've come to Tommy's My Fandoms. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> no, I am fine <laughs> we can, with we Oh, like I say we
4: can actually, we could oh. go, we could uh, lock it and then make uh, Ocean decide.
2: Oh, that's a good point.
4: That's Truth how this I goes. I don't want to make I don't want to have you compromise yourself and I don't want to compromise no. myself because also I'm egotistical. Kickshot so. till I die. Uh killmonger all day, all night. Oh shit. Oh so Ocean. you want me to break this off? Yep. You have to. And you have to live ah! with the decision.
3: What'd he say? Uh, oh, Killmonger? Bury a me in the uh, ocean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. no, no, a hundred, hundred percent. I thought that he, yeah, his, his motivations and reasonings, while I think that his methods were misguided, uh, his motivations and reasonings, not only from the trauma that he experienced, but then also, you know, kind of where he was going with it. The ideas, I don't think were all wrong. I think that it was with him. The, the, one of the larger problems was his method of execution. Yep. There might've been a better way to go about it. Now, he may not have they have this he doesn't have the tool set to do that nor would he necessarily know if he'd be successful that way but yeah I, I think yeah. but I thought his idea did
4: you see the his uh, his what if episode
3: yes yes yeah
4: I know yeah I so thought that was a, guess, that was a fascinating it, it exploration was. of what would happen if he was given all yeah. the resources
2: yeah. yes yes it was yeah yep well, that's a different, okay. that's a disappointing choice because historically old white men haven't had their stories told. And this was a chance to do this at Jigsaw. So really, I guess we're just keeping things moving.
5: <laughs> History repeats itself.
4: Oh, I'm glad you couldn't get through that without breaking. Because I know people will be like,
3: yeah. <laughs> okay. And joining and Gilmourger in the finals, will it be Pennywise or Agent Smith? Oh.
4: I think we're I think here we are again.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say Pennywise. I'm gonna say Agent
3: Smith. Ocean. You can't say Killmonger again. <laughs> I, I cannot say Killmonger again. So and uh, do I need to stick to your criteria or can I just make up my own? Like what I've yeah, I'm a tiebreaker, so. so you funny. don't even have to
4: I, tell, I, tell I, us why yeah. you made this
3: <laughs> you have to have to tell the answer. And,
4: game. <laughs>
5: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's up to you. I guess yes. Um Okay. I, of the two, I, I feel that I know a lot about Agent Smith and I oh. don't about Pennywise. Mm-hmm. I, I find Pennywise fascinating and interesting. So I, I'll go with Pennywise.
4: <laughs> you know what you've just
2: done, right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Pennywise versus Killmonger. That is a crossover. Pennywise versus Killmonger. Uh-huh. Yeah. I. Gotta go Pennywise. I oh, gotta I'm go sorry. Killmonger. <laughs> you just wanted to play I this game said, by yourself.
4: Like, oh, <laughs> geez,
3: look what you've done. <laughs> this was not the intent. Yeah. The intent was for you two to come together okay. as a team. All right, we can. Then, and then then go now go for the next half hour, I'm going to browbeat <laughs> Tommy
2: with
4: Marvel trivia. You're
2: the, you're the opposite of Jigsaw. <laughs> you haven't figured out any of this. Okay. Yeah, I gotta so, go Pennywise. I'm so much more interested in Pennywise.
4: I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Just,
2: so.
3: So, uh, so you guys are really going to make me break this? down. Yeah,
4: yeah. And okay. you have to explain
3: why, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, honestly, I,
3: I honestly I would argue that most of my reasoning is the same as before. And I'm uh, a massive Killmonger uh, fan and want to know more about what he's going to, what he's done, what he's going to do, uh, and the, and the kind of even where he would want to have gone. I think that even in Black Panther, while I understand why they did it in the movie. Mm-hmm. I would have liked for there to be. It's like I would have liked to be there. Some way for him to win, so he kind of continue his arc somewhere else, um, or just live, yeah. right? But then his last words uh, before dying—that just that really hit me. And so, like Killmonger, I will allow All right. it. But watch yourself, counselor. Okay. Okay. Good <laughs> work. Okay, we did it. Good work. We did it. Yay! Yay. Friendship wins. <laughs> Teams win. <laughs> Te- Teamwork. Teamwork always makes the dream work. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Our next challenge before us, gentlemen, is to uh, tackle the list challenge and the list challenge that was brought to us today uh from our our predecessors is movies to dine by and so what i'm curious uh without putting my scale my thumb on the scale yet is uh (laughs) how did you two approach this topic especially uh, since uh kyle you were able to be a part of the creation of this topic so you had an approach already at at the time so how did you approach Uh... the topic
4: no, I was I was making a lot of cannibalism jokes, which which maybe is where somebody went. So I, I don't want to take that away. But no, uh, what I decided to do as I sat and thought about that, because I I wanted to make it bigger, so it wasn't just about you know movies about eating or something. Uh, my particular take on this was dinner parties in movies that I would want to be invited to. Like there huh. are a lot of them where you don't want to be at that table, right. you know, there's, the the, I will not even name someone because you guys might yep. have taken some of them. Uh, but that is the tactic that I, I, I went with. Uh, and so my first one of this uh, is uh, actually an interesting choice. I, it's not something that uh, I think would be sort of uh, stereotypically as attached to me, but um, I like a good dinner conversation. Uh, and so I would want to be invited uh, to a very, very famous round table, uh, Mrs. Parker and the vicious circle.
2: Oh, fine. I think that
4: would be a fascinating dinner conversation. I would probably be slaughtered by them (laughs) and never invited back, but I would remember it for the rest of my life. It's not a particularly fantastic movie, but I I love that that Algonquin Roundtable is uh, is still, uh, to this day, is like some of the greatest collection of artists and writers and things that all came together.
2: I love that answer. I That movie had fallen off my. Because she went around, that's Jennifer Jason Lee. It is. She went around a couple movies doing that act. Yes. Like, because she did that in um, the Coen Brothers movie. Which one mm-hmm. was that? Uh, Hud Soccer Proxy. Hud soccer Proxy. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I want to see that movie again. I'm writing it's, it down. Yeah. Vicious. So, yes. Yeah, can say, say the name of this movie Mish,
4: again? Uh, uh. Mrs. Parker and the Vicious Circle. It's about Dorothy Parker. It's about Dorothy Parker. Yeah. And the Algonquin Roundtable. Uh, I think Favreau's in that too. Mm hmm.
3: All right. can I spell vicious. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, so it's like, is it okay yes, that so, I. Yes, hey, what, tell us what your, so what's your criteria? I have like a different criteria. Absolutely. The one that I
2: did yes. is a movie that I saw that had a scene that actually made me hungry. Oh, very nice. So not yeah. like just a whole eating food, but like had one where I was like, if I could jump into the movie right now and have some of what they're eating, I would love to. Yes. Uh, so for my Gosh. third pick, it's, it's, A weird pick and people might be like, huh? But maybe when I describe the uh, scene, I don't remember what they call. It's a certain type of meal preparation, but it's packaged. It's cheap packaged noodles like ramen or udon, but then you mix it with really high class meat like steak (laughs) or sirloin. And one of the characters has to, at the last second, throw this together for her very rich employer. Uh, if you even remember it, it's the movie Parasite. Oh, The wife wow. has to throw oh. that together at the last second because <laughs> they order it on the way home. And it looks terrible, 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 and then so good. And they have this long conversation while she's slurping the noodles and eating the steak. And I remember just
4: wanting that very, very badly.
2: Hey. So Parasite, so right. weird choice, so right? That,
4: your description yes. of it just made me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that sounds like, amazing. That doesn't sound bad I know. Like, yeah.
3: <laughs> well. How did you um, do it? Okay. okay. Yeah, how did so you approach it? I, guess, yeah, so I will say, how I, well, I see we di- we definitely approached it three different ways. Okay. So I think Good. we may not have any steals. That's fine. Um, so Really, I guess then uh, the way I ended up approaching this was uh, more about, um, you know, scenes uh, around dinner or around a dinner or around a meal or things about a meal in the movie that were very memorable to me. Right, and that, and that, and that—you know—either either the meal itself was pivotal, or what they were doing around the table is pivotal, mm-hmm. or or, so, or something like that, right? Or you know, so that's kind of where I went with it. And then I decided that if my list were an episode of Sesame Street, it would be brought to you by the letter H. Interesting. And so I just all of these are H. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. well, yes and no. I just was—I say oh. that because I have a, my little tagline for each one of them. Um, so my first one is about uh when dining is hilarious and so it's about uh, oh I see dining being doing. hilarious. so I now i picked this one first in my list because my list takes a definite turn later <laughs> uh so i want to <laughs> start with something fun <laughs> and freddie Krueger was... makes a sandwich and we're like great exactly yeah
5: <laughs> and it was the butter.
3: dinner it is the dinner scene in the movie Beetlejuice. Oh, uh, when Harry oh, Belafonte's song starts playing uh, during dinner, and the entire cast starts lip syncing and dancing to the song and everything and doing all that, it was it was great fun and really uh, I, I really enjoyed the scene. I liked the movie, and while it did not make me hungry, it did make mm. me want to kind of be a part of that that dinner party. So my that's first a great choice. Was, mm-hmm. I completely mm-hmm. forgot first about that. Beetlejuice. Yeah. I love
4: it. That was fun. Yeah, right. in the in the musical they do a fun version of it too because it gets it gets way wilder.
2: Have you seen the musical the in real life? I, so there's a music
4: musical? Yeah, and it's really good. I just I've, listened I've to seen the soundtrack. The yeah, I've, oh, I've, I've neat. seen the bootleg. Yeah, so yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I not made, made it out to go so but it is it is uh, now on tour. So like it's coming here. Oh, excellent! This time next oh, uh-huh. year. So I mean, so check your local listings. Yeah. It's, it's so making it'll the rounds. Come to the
3: Pantagius. Okay. Yeah. cool. Uh, hopefully, I'll have to check it out. I have. Yeah, we do have season tickets to the. The, the Broadway here at Portland. Nice. It's Broadway in Portland. So it's like whenever the shows travel around, they, a lot of, you know, more and more of them are making it out here now, which is That's great. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so my right, next so one, Kyle. Uh, is yes. Let's see. So and, in like Tommy was talking about when unexpected guests come over uh, and they come and they they raid your entire pantry and and make a thing. Uh, I think it would be a very loud, rambunctious meal. Uh, but uh, you know that's what it is when you have dwarves that show up at your house. So uh, I'm picking a <laughs> Hobbit, an unexpected <laughs> journey. It may be what Bilbo Baggins hates, but I think they put on a really good spread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Hobbit. Oh, but, yes.
2: <laughs> uh, good choice. I don't care for it.
4: Neither does Ocean. Let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: my second one is I like Italian food, yeah. Um, and the idea of having like a steak and like a real nice tomato sauce and stuff, and maybe. Uh, onions cut so thin that they liquefy in the pan. Uh, I just like the idea of having such an amazing meal in such a horrible place because they would smell the place up and the hacks would go, would the hacks would die. This, of course, is the meal they have in prison in Goodfellas.
5: Oh wow! When they oh. smuggle in <laughs> the really good
2: bread and the wine and stuff. What a horrible place! Uh-huh. But that made me. Legitimately hungry because he's slicing the onion. He's slicing the garlic. Oh, that was it, slicing the garlic so thin. Uh-huh. And then, even though what's his name puts too many onions in the sauce, uh, they would love it. Wow. So, that was okay. my weird choice. It was a good pill.
3: Uh, hey, uh-huh. that's, uh, that's a great choice. And, I, and I, I admit, Tommy, your list is making me hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> I am going to, I don't know about, and I, I maybe you have the same effect on Kyle, but I feel with this next choice, I'm going to fix that.
5: <laughs>
2: uh, yes. so.
3: You're shutting it down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shutting it down. You're, you're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. My, my choice is not gonna make you feel hungry. This <laughs> is when dinning with oh, that yeah, dinning when when dining is horrific. Mm.
5: That's okay. the H. Okay. So yeah. mm-hmm.
3: I, I must I must also admit uh, as a preface here that when I first heard this subject, when I heard when I heard it on the on the show, this is the first movie I thought of. And, and so uh, so it is an older 1989 movie. And it is the first movie I ever saw that, at the time, was rated NC-17. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how was this? And and how was the dining experience in this in this horrific? Let me let me tell you how this, this how this the movie setup is. So there's an English gangster named Albert Spica, uh, or spisa I'm not really sure. Uh, he has taken over a high-class restaurant, and he oh. forces his elegant wife, Georgina, Gross. to come with him. And for many scenes of the movie, the dining <laughs> situations are completely normal. Right? Yeah. There's lots of eating, it's great food, it's amazing. But ultimately, Georgina starts having an affair uh, with a regular at the restaurant, Michael. My, uh, Albert finds out about the affair, tracks down, and tortures and kills Michael. And here's where it turns. <laughs> yep. So stricken with grief, Georgina begs the head chef of, that re- of the aforementioned restaurant to cook Michael. And together with all of the people Albert has wronged in the past, she forces him at gunpoint to eat mouthfuls of Michael's <laughs> cooked body. And the name of this movie is The Cook, Boy. The Thief, yep. His Wife, and Her Lover and the stars uh, starring the in order of the characters uh, and the titles uh, richard bohringer michael Gambion, helen mirren yeah. and uh alan howard yes helen mirren speaking of the queen
5: i was, I was so, just thinking so. that yeah.
3: yeah 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 so so that yeah that was that when i when i first heard the title not only the the subject but then also your cannibalism jokes right i was like oh, this
2: a really beautiful movie
3: Yes, no. It's it's a it is it's a really rough. good movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the ending and, and it's as part of what was uh, definitely uh, impactful for me at the time of seeing it is the the way the movie progresses. It, it makes this turn at the end. Like you're not really expecting it to go this right. dark. Right. Like it, it, it's it has dark moments, and you you know you don't expect everybody to live. But like I wasn't expecting this. Right. So was yeah. full
4: Titus Andronicus at the end. Literary <laughs> reference.
3: Ten points. Hey-o! All right. Yeah. So all
4: right. shifting tonally. <laughs> um, so uh, as I've gotten older, I, would assu- I had assumed as a young person that I would go in for the fancy stuff. When you get to be an adult, you would want to go to all the fancy meals. And there's plenty of movies that have really fancy meals with all this ornate cutlery and all these kind of things. But uh, yeah, it never happened. Uh, I I still am much more a fan of a cookout or the simple thing. Uh, And it really goes back to, I think, um, that that essence of what you think of when you think of a fantastic meal, like a a huge meal laid out. Uh, And I think that there is no movie that shows what a kid thinks of what a fantastic meal is better than hook. Uh, oh. the, the meal, they actually where the kids yeah. sit down and imagine yes. and then suddenly it in that beautiful Spielberg way pulls back and shows you the kid's <laughs> dream of what a fantastic meal would be just piles and plates of the most delicious looking things and just by hand they just dig into it uh, and start eating too. Yes. yeah that was I think that would be a meal that you would never forget. Never, never forget.
2: (laughs) Never, I like it. (laughs) A meal that will never grow up. What (laughs) I, my third choice is very, very conventional in its unconventionality. Meaning, this is a very food obsessed movie. Mm. But the what made me hungry wasn't the main food. It was this one scene. Where this entire movie, uh, a a retired cook uh, opens a food truck and he has to travel around because he wants to make Cubano sandwiches. And he has meat and he has the stuff and they're always eating it and everything like that. Exactly right. But I was never that turned on by the Cubano sandwiches. I don't even know if that's how you say it. Instead, there's this one scene where he makes a grilled cheese on an open range stove. And it is the greatest grilled cheese I have ever seen. And I think I hurt my hand because I tried to read. Through the screen, uh, this is Jean Favreau's chef.
4: I he famously adore that the, movie. Yeah, uh, such yeah. a lot. Like, like a like a like a. It never got its due or whatever. Right. It's. it's I, a, I think that. Yeah. We actually just Roy watched it Choi's. again a couple months ago, and it's. Did you really? Oh yeah, it's so oh, much great. fun.
2: Um, the recipe for it, it's Roy Choi's recipe for oh. uh, grilled cheese. He taught yeah. him how to make it, and it's available online. And I have made it, okay. and it's outstanding.
4: Oh, okay. Well, that that has no shot to the top of my list. I'm going to absolutely (laughs) do that, too, because I remember that scene and thinking the exact same thing. Not a big fan of the cubana sandwiches, but that grilled cheese. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: All right, Ocean, take us home. All right. Well, I'm going to bring
3: this down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The cook, the thief, her wife, and her lover, too. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So so, uh, this one is when dining (laughs) is historic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my my final movie is a straightforward drama about a true historic event where a group of patriots gather to, uh, gather together at a commanding officer's house for a long meeting over multiple meals. Um, these these men all really oh. love their country, and our host is working with them in order to help their country currently involved in a war, oh, create no. a plan to solve a great problem they have and figure out a way to end the war victorious. Oh, does the host arrive uh, by plane yes. by chance? <laughs> in, in fact, he does. And uh, this, uh, these men all hold different ranks in their country. So there is backstabbing and political intrigue throughout. Uh, and, and honestly, to recommend this movie to Tommy even more, although I get the feeling you already know where it is, uh, the entire movie takes place at one one house.
5: Yeah. Oh, uh, it's one animation. of my favorite movies yes. of all time.
3: <gasps> yes, the movie is called Conspiracy. And wow. where does this pick a where does this pick take a turn? You ask. Well, our host is named Heydrich uh, The movie is set in 1940s, and he's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the problem they're trying to solve is what the Nazis should do about the Jews in Germany and Europe. Uh, the movie itself is gripping. Well, acting the stars, D- Kenneth Branagh, and Stanley Tucci, and it's 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 great. Uh, but to be fair, it is a tough subject to sit through, especially given the point of view right. in which the story is being mm. told. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies of all time. Which
2: I I know that seems to make me a creep, but it's contained. <laughs> it's all. Yeah. It's like a it's like a movie long bottle episode, figuring mm-hmm. out and just these people figuring out the final solution rationally, and yeah. it's just it's magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> It's really rough, but it's magnificent. Who, who directed a, that? Yeah. Good choice it was an HBO oh, movie. Job.
3: Okay. It okay. was an HBO movie. It was uh I think uh so directed by Frank Pearson. Okay. Uh, I highly which, recommend it. But it is tough. Yeah, you know it's it's it, it is it is one it, of my.
4: I was curious if Branagh had directed it because he he tends to do that. No
3: this this one he was ju- he was just acting yeah. and, and it is it is also one of my one of my favorite movies of all okay. time. It was it was it was it it, it's, it is it is great and gripping. Uh, you know they not only what they're doing, but then also it it was kind of that an interesting eye opening thing of how you know to try to present this idea rationally, mm-hmm. which is right. what, they, what the they banality do. of evil, and it's the, so the,
2: funny. Right. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> I
4: have never, I have never heard of this movie before. Uh, so that's that's fascinating, and I, and I, and uh, I, now I'm gonna, i put that on my list. Okay. You guys have sold me on. Yep. Excellent.
3: All right, Excellent. And I'm, gonna, I'm gonna break my you Nazi
4: rule and watch this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hooray! All right. So we have completed. So now and well, watch Raiders of the Lost Art
4: Just a just a purge. Got it. Just, just, just to get it out. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now our next uh, task is to come up with a list uh, for uh, the host of next week, which I will scan through here to see if I can find. If I, if I, oh, here they are. Uh, next week it is uh Pete, Mandy, and Matt, Matt, and our returning champion Kyle. And Oh Uh, oh my gosh, I know. Don't worry, worry,
4: it's the end of my run. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going out with a bang, don't worry. And after that, you won't. (laughs) I just, just, I I happened to step in for someone. It it was never intended that I was going to be three weeks (laughs) a Bro.
3: (laughs) All right. So. It's trying so to be a mention, this now, is what happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ordinarily,
4: so, I would not put forth an idea first. However, something came up as we were talking. I was thinking mm-hmm. at some point along lines of good movies with terrible titles, because that has been a recurring thing this evening.
2: Okay. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Are
4: you talking about 19th? Uh, <laughs> 19th was part I,
2: I really like that. The only other idea that I uh, had was movies that deserve a prequel. Oh, that's Because we were talking about heroes yeah. and stuff that it could yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, movies right. that deserve a prequel. Uh, I, I like not both of those. Just yeah, yes.
3: yes, and then to, yeah. Well, and to give us a third choice to think the noodle around, so that way we can you know kind of bounce out. Is um, so my my thought was uh, basically because my of my ignorance of you know, of the royal family and everything that we talked about before that uh, movies that uh, feature succession. How do we decide? <laughs>
4: uh,
3: well, I've never been rack on rack one with this many ideas. Well, before. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if, if Kyle wants to try to put his thumb on the scale or not because he'll be in the episode next week. So then, I guess, really, t- Tommy, yeah. um, there are good movies, terrible sequels, movies that deserve a prequel. Oh, look at that! No good movies with terrible titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say good movies with terrible sequels? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you, I think yeah, I said so you, good you, movies you, with Port terrible sequels. It. I haven't been listening to you Prequel. That's yeah. That's there. You go. That, <laughs> that could be the fourth title. Good movies with terrible sequels. That's like you know
2: most of them. So <laughs> is uh, good, yeah, movie- so good movies with are, with terrible titles? Is that a big enough? I love that idea, but is are there a lot of well-known movies with terrible titles?
4: I, I guess that I thought it would be. It's pretty subjective. Yeah, because you know, because oh, it, it also on the, could
2: be just like a title, like Edge of Tomorrow, like that right. is a terrible title because it doesn't have anything to do with anything.
4: Exactly. Like, it, I think it would be, yeah. be up to the individual person to decide how they what consider what they consider a terrible title. Like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say do television. I think the television show Lost is a terrible title <laughs> because also it's really hard to search for anything more. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> um, cool. Ever since the movie but, Coda but, came out. The fact that we use Coda has
4: mm-hmm. been really difficult yes. as a doc. Uh,
3: I yeah, like the title idea. We're throwing out uh, things for the people next week, you know. So, like, <laughs> <Right>. you know? <laughs> No, that's why uh, I said I, like, I was doing
4: television just because
2: of that. I like the idea yeah. of uh, the title thing. I think that could be funny.
3: Okay, so you like that better than the idea of the, the movies like that deserve a prequel than
4: your own idea?
3: <laughs> yeah, the, oh, yeah, 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 I think so. so yeah, <laughs> okay. there's, there's the movies that deserve a prequel, comma. And you have to pitch it.
4: Oh. I don't
2: know if we're allowed to make it into another a third that's, game. That's a, I think you've just created a different <laughs> this podcast.
4: This is just a list joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can't, pick, you can't pitch it? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right.
3: Copyright. Okay. 2022. Yeah, right. Okay. Ocean. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. So you would prefer to – so is that what you think, Tommy? Good yeah. movie, terrible titles? I think so. Okay. All right, we, we will let we will let Kyle since since Kyle really is the reigning and defending champion of the Saturday Matinee podcast. I feel like such a winner. Uh, we will let him we will let him decide what it is because to be the man, you got to beat the man, and right now Kyle's the man. So good movies with terrible titles it is, and the important part
2: is good movies because otherwise yes. you could just choose like Uncle oh, yes. Ernie's Fart Factory yeah. Roller Chase. Like There's, it has to be like a, a real movie. I had a thing That's on my wall in
4: college that I pulled. There was actually a movie, and I, and, I, and I can't remember the whole thing because it's a ridiculous song, but it was like like night of the day of the dawn of the beginning of the end. Of, and it was like, it just went on, on. <laughs> it, it was so, it was, it's, right. it's just so ridiculous. So yeah, that wasn't the point. It was good movies with, with terrible, terrible titles. titles. I love yeah. it.
2: Good choice. We did it. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to take
4: that prequel one and put that in my pocket. So. Yes. Cause that one,
2: I feel like <laughs> That's could really go good. Anytime. That's really good. Yeah.
4: So yeah, that, that definitely needs to happen.
3: Okay. All right. Okay. Awesome. Well, it was, uh, great. And, uh, hey, gentlemen, and uh, don't forget that you can get longer and ad free versions of the Saturday matinee by becoming a supporting member of the next real family of film podcasts, visit the nextreel.com forward slash membership to learn more. And if you're wondering what movies The Next Reel is going to be talking about in the coming weeks and months, you can visit our HQ page on Letterboxd, where you'll find a list of all the movies in the 2022 season. And while you're there, Letterboxd is offering a discount to anyone listening to The Next Reel. Just use the code NEXTREEL, all caps, no spaces, at checkout, and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to Pro or Patron with a 20% off discount. This discount also works for renewals. So, Kyle, what's uh, going on next with you in the podcast universe? Uh
4: nothing. All my stuff is is in development. However, what I did find the title that I was talking about. So in 1991, the title is uh, Night of the Day of the Dawn of the Sun of the Bride of the Return, of the revenge of the terror of the attack of the evil mutant alien, flesh-eating, hellbound, zombified living dead.
3: That's awesome. <laughs> wow. I can't talk great- that. That yeah, is you a know, great I, I really wanted that movie. To, I want that movie to be good, so you could use it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it's terrible. But they did but make they did make yeah. five of
4: them, and so I'm not going to read all the titles. But uh, oh, yeah, they just oh, kept wow. adding words to it.
3: Oh, oh they added words. Yeah. So it wasn't like the same title part two. No, no, and, three, they, no three, and they, they also the
4: it also was part two. But they just kept adding words yeah. into the thing too. Oh wow! Wow.
2: Awesome, awesome. All right, uh, Tommy, what's coming up next with you? Uh, Uncle Pete and I are hard at work on season seven of What's That Smell, the fun and sometimes funny podcast about humans and their anxieties. Uh, we already have banked about three and then the trailer is going to be coming out very soon. If you have an anxiety you would like us to discuss, <laughs> uh, you can be as anonymous as you want. Go to What's whatsthatsmell.net and submit it there.
3: The end. Well, uh, awesome. Well, uh, th- thank you. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next time.
4: Go do something nice for yourself.
1: Andy, according to my friend Internet, this is what Letterboxd is. Letterboxd is a global social network for grassroots film discussion and discovery. Use it as a diary to record and share your opinion about films as you watch them or just keep track of films you've seen in the past. Showcase your favorites on your profile page. That is a lot. You bet it is. That's why I want you... To tell our fair listeners just one thing you do with Letterboxd that has changed the way you watch movies. Let them have it.
0: Okay, are you ready for this? So ready. I love lists. As of today, I have 246 lists in my account.